Blog Talk Radio. Happy Mother's Day. And for those who may not be mothers, Happy Ladies Day. 
and uh, I hope that you all uh, receive what your heart desires today. I hope y'all were showered, y'all were pampered, all that good stuff. And so today, um, kind of want to um, make sure that we keep the thing that's going on for today about mothers. We want to give salute to moms. Um, first of all, I'm not going to hold y'all hostage today because I know that it's still Mother's Day and, hey, the night is still young. Uh, but I want to make sure that I had made sure that we acknowledge you all. Uh, this is a great occasion for us to be able to really just um, pay tribute, give honor, honor. And I, one of the things I always tell people, you know, when it comes down to, the, you know, mothers or fathers, there are some that end up because of situations, not just through a divorce or a breakup, but sometimes even through death. Sometimes um, parents become single and they have to raise the children by themselves. And so I want to acknowledge, excuse me, I want to acknowledge not just the married mothers who take care of the children as well as the husbands, but also those single mothers, you know, there are teen mothers that are out there, you know, um, and a lot of times we do give the acknowledgement to the mothers who, uh, like I said, are married, who, uh, you know, just take care of families and everything, but then also sometimes because of situations, sometimes we have teens who have children, teens who are a mother. And we want to let them know that they are important, too. You know, the main thing of it is, is that, you know, being a parent, you know, it's a job. Being a parent, is, you know, it's, it's a job within itself. And so I'm not going to speak on fathers. I'm not going to speak, even though there may be fathers, you know, that, you know, taking care of the children alone. But I want to exclusively speak about the females who are raising children. I want to speak to the mothers. Feel the love and accept the love that you so rightfully deserve. You know, matter of fact, I do have to give this acknowledgement. Um, I, not, and it's not to uh, embarrass her. She knows who she is, and I don't have to, um, I'm not going to say her name on the air, but um I was leaving church today, and I was speaking to a relative of mine, and her sister came, and, you know, they they partnered up to take care of uh, a daughter, you know, and, you know, each one of them, you know, happy Mother's Day, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, um, she's been her rock, and so she's an aunt. But she has been active like a mom. So you know who you are. I have to give kudos to you, too. You know, um, being a mother, being a mother is more than a title. It's a position. You know, it takes sacrifice. And and I'm going to tell you, even though I am a parent, I'm a father. But, you know, a mother has... uh, a mother can go so far. A mother operates differently than a father. You know, I've seen, and this is from what I've seen. I can't say I know personal experience because 
I'm not a female. But from what I've seen working at the jail where I'm at, I've seen where when visitation time starts at 7 o'clock, I see the mothers getting off of work and sit up and take camp at the jail to wait to visit their child. And guess what? A lot of times when visitation starts at 7 o'clock, but they process the paperwork at 6.30, the mothers are there at 3.30. Some of them, they drive from work to get there. Some of them, they catch the ball to get there. And get this, mama would do that. Oftentimes, I'm not going to say none of the time, but oftentimes, daddy ain't doing that. You know what dad is? Daddy is not at the jail visiting the child. Most of the time, daddy might be at work or in the bed sleep. You know, daddy tell him, hey, look here. He got himself in that situation. I try to tell him, look here, you want to be hard-headed? Hey, this is business. But mama, sometimes the mamas will stand there to the fault to defend their child. Even when the child is wrong, mama believes the best in that child. Mama believes that, you know, I'm not going to give up on potential, you know. I've seen where mothers have been praying for their children. And I'm going to tell you like this. From what I've seen, I've seen mothers standing in the line. Those that work up there in Luce Derrick Jail in Dallas, you know how it used to be back in the day? I tell you, that line me so long just for the mothers to put $7 on the book. Just be able to have their child to help to make some type of commissary, some type of store to get. Not just their needs, but sometimes they get their wants. I've seen that. Now they got it where they got the machines. You can put money on their books 24-7. But back in the day, when I was working in the jail, shoot, they had them line long as new 12. But now, and, and I'm going to say it like this, even at the time when those children, when those when those uh parents and the mothers would be out there in that line waiting, waiting for hours to visit their child. And then all of a sudden, their child comes there. And they want to have an attitude towards their mama that's been waiting for them, getting out work, have not been home to visit their child, and they want to act like that. Now, I say, see, that's why a lot of times that ain't up there, but Mama not gonna give up. Mama not gonna not. Mama not gonna give up on that child. Mama not gonna give up praying for that child. And so that's just when the mother. That's when the child is locked up. You know. Also, even when mamas see their children in the hospital, oftentimes mom's right there. Oftentimes, even while the while the child is asleep. While the child asleep, mama standing there. Mama trying to, she trying to watch. But every now and then, she has to doze off because she's tired. She dozing off. But as soon as she hears some type of movement, either somebody coming in or even when the child is moving or whatever, they want to pop up. They want to stay up. They want to make sure that they are very attentive to their child's needs. Mama does that. And so... No, I'm going to say it like that. I know that maybe all mothers aren't the same. You know, there are those mothers 
who mentioned the, there are some mothers that you can talk to. There are some mothers that, you know, that you can really just pull your heart out to. Unfortunately, there are some that aren't. But even if you have some that aren't, God knows how to give you someone that's a mother figure that can really just help you along the way. You know, a lot of times we, you know, talk about the mothers. I mentioned mothers. We, you know, uh, even spoke about uh, my cousin that so happened to be an aunt that's really helping her niece. But also, we have to think about them stepmothers, those stepmothers, those stepmothers that be there. And, and matter of fact, I'm going I'm to I'm say this. Um, my stepmother, matter of fact, I'm wearing this shirt right here. My stepmother gave me this shirt. Emily Prater. Keep calm and let Prater handle it. <laughs> Keep calm and let Prater handle it. So I want to give a special shout out to Miss Emily Prater. Um, special shout out to Miss Emily Prater. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For the shirt, happy Mother's Day. Um, also, you know, I'm, I'm saying it to her because she's on Facebook now. My natural mother is not on Facebook. She's not on Facebook, but of course, we had already celebrated and everything. So, you know, we had fun. Um, got a chance to go to church and also got a chance to go out to eat and uh, really enjoy ourselves. But, you know, there may be some that um, who may not have had a mother. There are some who may not have had that mother that some of us have been privileged to. But also one thing we have to think about, those foster mothers, those foster mothers, for various reasons, for various reasons, they pick up other children. You know, it's, it's love. Now, I'm talking about those that really committed to do it, those that, you know, that – has the children best interest at heart. You know, we appreciate you. We really appreciate you. And, and, you know, even when father is not around, even when daddy may leave, daddy may abandon the family, but a lot of times those mothers stay there. Sometimes those mothers do what they have to do to take care of it. The children need some men. You know, um, I remember growing up, even when I, my grandmother, my grandmother, she would always, when we go to Mississippi, you know, you hear her humming, you hear her humming, you know. Um, you know, I heard stories of her singing, you know, the Lord will make a way somehow. You know, when we look at the mothers of the church, you know, we, we hear them, you know, they taught us how to pray. You know, they taught us how to trust God, how to listen to God. You know, they would be at the morning bench. You know, they would be crying out to God, all those things. So we're not just want to talk or even acknowledge about the biological mothers, but we also want to address the spiritual mothers, those spiritual mothers who pray for us, who listen to us, listen to our uh, our gripes, our concerns. You know, I, I remember years ago, I went to the doctor's office, Years ago, I went to the doctor's office, and uh, I was going through some things. And as I was going to the car, there was a young lady that looked like, that looked like she was a prayer warrior. And so I stopped her. I said, 
ma'am, and I just began to just pour out my heart to her. Then I know her, and she began to just really just talk to me. She said, well, baby, and, you know, um, I can't remember every word she said, but it was a mother's advice. It was a mother's love. It was a mother's prayer, you know. And so you'd be surprised that there are people that are, you know, God would dispatch people, send you people that will minister to you when you need it. And so oftentimes those mothers who continuously to be praying for us, you know, they're there. And so I wanted to make sure that we just acknowledge and salute those mothers. And also there are some who may be celebrating with their mother on this Mother's Day, but then there are others who may be celebrating this Mother's Day without their mom. There are those who, there's so many people that have lost loved ones recently. I know some people personally, and unfortunately, within the past 12 months, there's so many people that have lost their parents. You know, and so this may not be a celebratory time right now. This, this, not, this may not be a time where everybody else, family gathering together and enjoying, but then there are other times where the other other family members, the other families are missing or grieving the loss of their mother. You know, and so we want to celebrate them. We want to thank God and honor them. They may not be physically here, but we know that they are here and their legacy remains. And so we want to acknowledge them. We want to acknowledge those who may not be physically here, but they their principles still stand, their legacy still stand, their character, their ethics. Their teachings still stand, still resonate with us. And also for those who may be uh, mothers, who may be grieving, there may be mothers who may be grieving. You know, um, there are some, matter of fact, I know some who have lost children. You know, my own mother has lost a daughter. You know, um, you know, my nephew and niece and everything are, you know, they're celebrating this day without their mom. And so, you know, uh, even on a personal note, this is a um, this is one of those I miss my sister. You know, I'm used to calling her or texting her on Mother's Day. You know, uh, and it's on a little side note, but you know, I I send a special Mother's Day text to my sister. You know, in love, and then to my brothers. I tell them happy Mother's Day too, <laughs> you know, and uh, I do it on a comical sense. But um, my sister um, ended up having to raise her kids by herself, you know, a boy and a girl. And so um, I would acknowledge her, even though, even though she's a female, but, you know, I would, you know, text her on Mother's Day and then when it comes down to Father's Day, you know, being silly, I would, you know, jokingly and tell her, hey, girl, you know, um, happy Father's Day to you, too. I know you're a female, but, hey, I'm just, I'm just going to acknowledge you on both of them, you know, whatever. But, you know, the, the intentions she knew where I was coming from, and it was all in love. And so with that, we want to pay tribute to those mothers who sacrificed, who 
are selfless, who give, and sometimes they give, they give until they spent out. You know, mothers have sacrificed uh, their children. You know, they give uh, for their children. They give because of the needs of their children and even sacrificing their own their own needs for the children's wants. Hmm. And so, like I said, we just want to just thank God for them. You know, we appreciate the ladies. A lot of times, I'm going to say it like this. Some, some of y'all are the ladies. Some of y'all ladies, y'all deal with so much. And a lot of times, y'all deal with a lot of men's mess, BS. Y'all women, especially y'all mothers, y'all deal with so much of our crap that we have put you through. We have put women through a lot of unnecessary mess. Even when the men have been unfaithful, Y'all are still faithful, and y'all still dealing with these knucklehead guys and still committed to the men and the children. Sometimes sometimes y'all dealing with uh, uh, babies, and y'all dealing with grown folks' babies, your babies. Y'all women, I mean, my goodness, y'all clean up what a lot of us men mess up. Y'all women... And, and you know we can't we can't give you enough that will even compensate for half the stuff that y'all have helped us, y'all have provided for us, y'all have uh, even cleaned up because of us. But y'all do it, you know. And so, on behalf of men who may not have stood there in their rightful position, for those single mothers who have to compensate for the absentee of a father, not just a financial absence, but a moral absence, a ethical absence, a spiritual absence. I want to tell you mothers, number one, we apologize. We apologize. We repent to God. We apologize to you, and we apologize to our children. You know, you have to be acknowledged. We have to confess that we have jacked up, and not just confess, but men, we got to change. We got to start. We got to make some changes right now, and the change is not the changed woman. The change is us. We got to change. We got to do better. We need to do, forget about doing better. We need to do right. We need to do right. There's so many women that have dealt with these men being trifling, being irresponsible, mismanaging their money, their time. And you know what? Even if the men don't take care of the children, the man can be living his best life. The, the baby father can be living his best life. Or even the husband can be living his best life. But who is going to fall down on? By default, it's going to fall back down on mama. So, man, we got to do better. We got to do right. We got to do right towards our children, but also our children's mother. It doesn't mean that you need to be with them. It doesn't mean that you have to be with them, but you got to be right by them. You got to still give them honor and respect. Listen here. 
I'm gonna say this. You may you may not like or you may disrespect your ex, but you can't disrespect your children's mother. I hope you caught that. You may want to disrespect your ex, but you better not disrespect your children's mother. That's still your children's mother. In other words, they may be the same person, but because of who they are to you, what's more important is who they are to your children. You may not you may not like your ex, but you still gotta respect your children's mother. And you know what? To be honest with you, if you think about it, sometimes that children, our children, they may look at what mama may do, the behavior of mama. It may, you know, it may disappoint them. But it's something about when daddy responds, when daddy want to act up, and he want to act up towards the mama, you know what? It's like, it's like, it, it's sad, it's shock. That parent is shocked that child, and that child like, wait a minute, that's still mama. So what we have to do as men, first of all, like I said, a lot of times, let's be honest, a lot of times the women, they may act up, they may act out, they may have an attitude. A lot of times it's the result of what we put them through that we have not repented, apologized, or corrected. It's making it plain. So we got to do better. We got to do right. Understand, they may be your ex, but you know what? Like I said, you still got to understand that's your children's mother and then you're going to have to deal with sometime for the rest of your life or for the rest of that child's life. So you have to, you have to, there are some ways where you have to be mature. Even if you feel like she acts, I'm going to say it like this. Sometimes you may feel like she act ignorant, she act crazy, but you know what? That's why we have to depend upon God. You put her in God's hand, but you still do you do your part of doing right. When you do your part of doing right, you give God access to come in to intervene or to interpret. To 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 intervene in that situation. To be the mediator in that situation. But as long as you're trying to seek out revenge and you want to get bowed about it and, you know, all that stuff and try to match her anger, match her uh, uh, devious acts or whatever, you know what? You're failing. And ultimately, you know who's going to receive the consequences of that failure? Not just the parents, but ultimately the child. We That's why, listen, we have to allow the love of our child be greater than the hatred towards the mother and the father. We have to start having our children's best interests at heart. So because of it being Mother's Day, I want to, like I said, tell the men, tell the men, let's first self-examine ourselves. Okay, we in the right? Okay, okay, let's find the dandy. Then we need to ask God to help us in that situation. Well, if by chance the act of how she been acting is a response by how we have treated her, then guess what? We need to apologize. You know, well, you know, you know, you know, it, it was just a one night thing. First of all, let me tell you something. 
Women were not designed to be just a one-night stand. Women were designed to be protected. You know who's supposed to protect the women that God has placed on his earth? Us as men. And we have failed. We failed the females. We have failed the females. We failed our children. We failed our spouse. We failed our children's mother. And sometimes we have felt our daughters. We have felt our sons. And God will hold us responsible for that. You can't be, well, you know, you know, she grown. Uh-uh. No, men, you got to understand the impact that you have on females. You have to understand that. Guess what? She might want a one-night stand, but guess what? You need to be mature enough to say no because she may not recognize her value. But if you recognize it, you need to bring it up to her attention who she really is. You need to bring that up. You know what? You might be the mature one to help her wake up, to let her know she's more, she more than just a piece of meat. She's more than just a side piece. She ain't no side piece. God did not make her a side piece. God made her the whole meal. And so us as men, we got to be mature enough to acknowledge that. I'm going to say it like this. We got to stop being driven, us as men, we got to stop being driven by what's between a female leg. We got to stop thinking with the wrong head. We supposed to be mature. We supposed to be the godly one. We supposed to be, when I said the protectors, not just the physical protectors, but also the spiritual protectors. We supposed to be the spiritual leaders. We supposed to be the financial leaders. We supposed to be the coverers of the home. We failed. We ultimately have failed. God is holding us responsible. And so the first thing, like I said, before we apologize to God, we got to repent. Before we repent to God, we got to apologize to these young ladies. We got to apologize to our children's mother. We got to apologize to our ex. We got to apologize to our current girlfriends. You know, we got to stop. We got to, us and men, we, we got to stop doing this dirt. We do some dirty stuff. We need to stop. Look here. It's 2022. We need to be, we need to stop doing all that foolishness. We're too grown for that stuff. And grown ain't just talking about potential. Hey, it ain't just talking about experience, maturity. When are we going to grow up? And I always, and I, I know, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to mix it up. But also, because I want to stay focused on this is Mother's Day. I'll speak on Father's Day when Father's Day comes. But also, as ladies, I want to tell you, you got to stop settling for garbage. You got to stop settling for leftovers. You have to start studying who you really are. First of all, in the eyesight of God, you got to understand who you are. You know, folks today, and a lot of times females feel like, well, you know, if I have sex with him, if I have this baby, then maybe that'll make him stay with me, that'll make him love me. No, you're more valuable than that. Don't you know the ultimate goal, the ultimate prize you can give a man a man, not just your body, but your life. That doesn't mean you die for him, no. But understand, first of all, even with sex, sex is 
within the marriage. That's a gift that God has allowed within the marriage. But also in the same token, a man needs to know you during the marriage, not during the courtship, or not in the, well, just the fling, oh, friends with benefits, uh-uh. That, that ain't friends with benefits. That's friends with consequences because it's going to destroy something. It's going to destroy. It's going to take something out of you. It's going to take something out of you. So understand you're more than just someone just to be laying up with. And I'm going to tell you like this. If you really think about it, you you know, well, I want him to love me. Of course, guess what? If he having sex with you, of course he's going to say he loves you. But that doesn't mean he really loves you. He can be loved the act of what you're doing at that time. But when it's all said and done, his true feelings will come out. How he really feels about you is going to come out. But you need to put the standard, put the standard, put some perimeters, put some boundaries, and you respect your boundaries. When you respect your boundaries, other people are going to respect their, your boundaries. But if you don't respect your boundaries, you know what's going to happen? People are going to get so close to your boundaries, and then they're going to start chipping at it, chipping at it, and sometimes push it. It may not be very obvious in the beginning, but if you close your eyes and then all of a sudden you look up months later, then come to find out, you realize that your lines are more closer to you than what you actually established. You know why? Because there are people that's going to always try to push the boundaries to see how far they can go until you respond or until you say no. You have to understand the power of no. Sometimes that no creates the boundaries that you need to protect your heart. And this is the time for you to establish who you really are. And also, I feel the need to even speak about this because there are some mothers, they have raised their children. They have raised them. Right now, they're dealing with something that they may be having a hard time with. It's called the emptiness syndrome. There are some that they're so used to raising their children, and then all of a sudden now, all the children are out the house. And guess what? They have to be reacquainted with who they are. They don't know who they are. They know about. They know more about the children. They know more about the family, but they have lost their identity. They don't even know what they like. They don't know what their interests are. They don't know anything about them. But you ask them about the children. Oh, they know everything about the child. Why? Because they have kept the children in the in the in the front of their mind, but they put themselves in the back burner. And now. All the kids are out the house. And now it's so, so weird. They feel out of place. But also, we want to keep them in prayer. We want to pray for them. We want to pray for those who also who feel like, man, those mothers. I, I have to bring it up. There are some mothers that are grieving. I mentioned earlier about even those who have lost children. But also, there are some children who may who may be in the mother's womb but they did not survive. You know, there are some there are some mothers, you know, it's something about uh being a mother from what I was told. What I was told. There's been some mothers who 
look forward to carrying a child, you know, look forward to giving birth and give, look forward to raising a child that all of a sudden something happened where there might have been a miscarriage or something, you know, stillborn. These mothers need our prayers. And then there are other mothers who have either have uh, given their children up for adoption. You need to get them up before before a prayer. Then also those mothers who may have had an abortion. You know, the child may be gone from their stomach, but it's not gone from their heart. It's not gone from their soul. And people don't understand that, you know, abortions, it it, it causes you, it, it, it does something to you beyond what we really talk about. And so, you know, I'm not trying to get into the political thing right now, but I'm going to say it like I'm going to have to bring this up because, you know, this is the issue that even within the church we have to talk about. I have to talk about abortion. There have been people that have asked me, you know, well, uh, don't don't we need to just make abortions illegal? You know, don't we need to? I'm going to tell you like this. You know what I'm more concerned about? You know what I'm more concerned with? They just say if they make all abortions illegal right now, and that mean it's going to stop people from doing Look here. They may not do it within a local facility, medical facility, but they may do it illegally in the backyard, in the, some alley or whatever. You know what I really want? We need to have more education. We need to have some provisions made to educate those who may be considering it. Because the thing is, I don't care how we ban all abortions. Somebody may find a way to get rid of their child illegally, unhealthy-wise. But what we can do, if we can educate, if we can minister to that person who may be considering it, you know what I, you know what that would happen. You know what would happen if we, as believers of Jesus Christ, doing our part to fully educate and pray. You know what? We don't have to worry about uh, uh, making abortion illegal. You know what would happen? the abortion doctors and clinics will go out of business because they'll have no more patients. Why? Because now these people have become educated. You know, we're ministering. That's real ministry right there. But it will prevent these mothers from dealing with the heartbreak of, you know, what would happen if? If I had a given birth, if I had a went on, you know, if I had a went on and given birth to my child, now, you know, these lingering memories where the child would have been this year, though, you know, the child was projected to uh, be born on this particular day. It would have been this child's birthday and all these things. So it's a lot of work that we can do as ministers, as believers of Jesus Christ to really help educate these mothers. And to be honest with you, sometimes these mothers, they make these decisions by impulse. But you know what? If we really just go there and just talk to them, partner up, look here. It may be an inconvenience to you, okay? So what? You're saving some child's life. Also, you could be saving that, that, that mother's life. You could be saving that mother's life. You know, she might have been thinking about doing something illegal, something unethical, you know, but 
you might have prevented her from doing that. So with that being said, we just want to just be able to just come up on her just to uh, give a special acknowledgement to mothers. You know, we thank God for you. We appreciate you. You know, you may not have gotten the accolades that you deserve all the time, but we want to take this moment to tell you thank you. And like I said, on behalf of men, if you've encountered a man who may have um, done you wrong, abandoned you, left you with the children, you know, been disrespectful towards the kids, all these things, you know, we apologize. We apologize. And, you know, the main thing is, you know, Please, please be, be mindful. Be mindful of who you date, who you intermingle with, even who you introduce your kids to. You know, you got to think about you are so important. Look here. Excuse me. You got to understand who you are. If you don't understand who you are in the outside of God, understand how important you are to your children. Let's bring that home. You may not know how valuable you are, but you listen to your children. You listen to your children. Because to be honest with you, your children. You know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna say it like that because um, there are some, you know, who do the wrong thing. There are some. Now, I'm gonna speak for those who do the right thing. Who that child that you know that you can depend upon. Listen to them and ask them about you. They may be bringing out some things, some characteristics about you that you may have overlooked. You may have just uh, uh, looked over. You've taken for granted. Sometimes you might have taken yourself for granted. Understand how valuable you are. Know that you are loved. You are appreciated. We hold you in high regard. I'm going to tell you like this. I think every man, every man, if you think about Marrying a young lady, if you think about dating a young lady, if you think about having sex with a young lady outside of marriage, I think you need to go and witness childbirth. I think you want to, I think you ought to understand how near death women go through for our few minutes of pleasure. A few minutes of our pleasure end up causing them so much pain. First of all, pain, childbirth, and then lost bed, pain pertaining to the end of a relationship that we might have called. Well, then also, sometimes, the absence of us not participating in the rearing or raising our children. So we cause a lot of pain, pain, pain to the women and the children. And also think about this, to the men, no child want to see their mother hurt. No child want to see their mother cry. And imagine the children finding out that mama is crying and also she's crying because of you, because of your mismanagement, because of your disrespect. Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. So women, you are so valuable. You're more valuable than you realize. And so it may have taken a man to tell you how valuable you are. 
God placed so so high value into you. You know, you carry our seed. You carry our seed. And understand, sex is great in context. So you not a playground. Don't look at yourself as a playground anymore. You need to keep boundaries and standards up. So that way, that way, qualified men can deal with you. It's time out for boys stuff, kids stuff. It's time out for juvenile stuff. You're grown. You don't need to have your body as an object of attraction. Let your spirit be an attraction to a real man. You've had boys. You played with boys. Sometimes you may have chosen boys. Now it's time to choose a real man or be chosen by a real man. And let God reveal to you that real man. God will reveal. I'm telling you, if you be real with God, he will be for real with you. So you need to ask God when a man approach you, examine them in the eyes and lens of God. Let God examine them. God will tell you. God will tell you the ending from the very beginning. God will tell you how they think. God, I'm, t- I'm telling you from personal experience, God will give you the spirit of discernment that will blow your mind. So this is what you have to do. This is what you need to do. So that way you can be able to really receive what God has for you, what God really wants for you. So as we get ready to close, we want to go ahead and just make sure that we are sensitive to the voice of God concerning these issues, concerning these things. Because God knows the desires of your heart. God knows that you may want to be married. You know, you want to be able to enjoy life. You don't want to be alone. You know, I tell people, you know, I know some people say, well, you know, maybe it's God's God's will for you to be alone. Maybe it's God's will for you not to be married. Okay, that's not bad, but I always tell people this. Those are suggestions that you're trying to give. You need to consult God because God, let's hear it. People give opinions and suggestions, but you don't need to be led by other people's opinions. You need to be led by God's facts. So my thing is, hey, look here. I know what God told me. <laughs> Do you know what God told you? So if God told you specifically, forget about what anybody else say. Because if God told you, that's all that matters. That's all. If God told you, if you know God told you, that's what you hold on to. Anybody else's opinion, like I said, they might not even know the detail. They may have got a sound by or just going by their opinion or going by what they think according to what they know about you or what they think they know about you. Nah, that dog ain't going to hunt. So that's why it's just so important for you to be able to really just examine, talk to God, commune with God. And so as we get ready to pray, just in case you may not be saved, Romans 10 and 9 tells us that thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and believe the heart that God has raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Time for you to be able to really just come to God or go to God and give him everything that you desire. Matter of fact, I'm going to read some of the uh, comments. I guess I'm coming. I didn't know that um, they were commenting. You you are so welcome. You are so welcome. You know this is um this is this is so important to me. You know um you know I, I I'm a firm believer 
in, you know, justice. I'm a firm believer in chivalry. I'm a firm believer in, you know, ladies being treated right. You know, I've, I've always, those that know me, those that know me since I was a kid, I've always, I may not have been the most vocalist person. I may not have been the person that always talked. You know, this talking thing is still new to me. Sometimes I'd rather just not say anything. But, but when God gives you something, it's like, I have to say it. I have to say it. So I'm telling you, just in case you feel like, well, I'm not a good speaker like Moses excuse for I'm not a good speaker. I'm not an eloquent speaker. I'm slow in speech. Look here. God will tell you what to say. God will tell you how to say it. God will give you the right verbiage to say and when to say it. God will tell you some things that will really blow your mind. So with that being said, I'm telling you, this is a time for us as men to respect our women. Now, true enough, I've, I've had guys say, oh, man, but she wasn't caring. She wasn't talking crazy. She wasn't cussing all that stuff. But you know what? What if she doesn't know who she is? What if God have you, have you in place for you to tell her or introduce her who she's supposed to be, how she's supposed to act? And guess what? Even if she don't, just remind her. And if she still don't receive it, then you know what? You ain't got to stoop down to her level. Maybe raise her up to yours. And that doesn't work, then guess what? Move on. Us and men, we don't need to we don't need to stoop down. Look here, we've been low down for too long. It's time for us to raise up. And so with ladies, please, I'm encouraging you. This is the time for you to understand who you are in the eyesight of God. Not in the eyesight of men, not in the eyesight of, well, you know, I got to, you know, I got to get what I can get and settle for less. Or one of the things I always hear, well, he got potential. Maybe if I, maybe he, if all he needs is a good woman to change him, uh uh, no, no, no. The only thing you can do towards a boy is change his diapers. That's it. You can't change anybody, that's not your responsibility. And that's why so many women, they have been the girlfriend and the mother all in the same relationship. They have been the wife and the counselor or the therapist all in one. They're they're dating their patients to try to convert them to do what's right. When the patient is the smart one where he's manipulating her, and he ain't going to change because you know what? He ain't going to change. He don't have to change because he already got the prize just who he is and just how he is. He got the prize. So all he needs to do is just play on your heart stream to let you know, hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to get there. Hey, don't give up on me. Don't give up on me. And what do, we, what do I see? A lot of times because the love of a woman, the love of a woman is so committed, she'll stay even with the wrong man because she want she to hold on and don't want to give up on him. She loves strong. But just imagine, as strong as the love that you have with the wrong one, imagine 
you waiting for the right one, the right one that God's trying to send your way. And you can, you can give that same love, that same love, and you don't have to be sleeping with the enemy. You can be married to someone that's going to love and respect you, that someone that don't want to talk you down but build you up. Someone that want to give you shivery and esteem. Someone that appreciate Y-O-U. Look here, flaws and all. Look here, you don't have to, you don't have to throw on makeup to deceive someone that don't want you. The one that God has for you, appreciate you who you are. I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to have to say it. I'm going to have to say it. A real lady, a real woman, All she has to do, continue to pray. As you develop your relationship with Jesus Christ, and the closer you get to him, when a man approaches you, your spiritual spiritual senses, or if you want to say your spidey senses from heaven, will alert you what type of man that person is and will show you proof. Why? Because your relationship with God is so intact. You're going to be able to recognize. You're going to recognize game. You're going to recognize trickery. You're going to recognize truthfulness, honor, integrity. You're going to recognize that. And also, God will have you do your homework to verify, to show you that this is authentic or this is artificial. He'll do that. I'm telling you. And it doesn't take God long. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go to the phone line right now. Hello, hello. Welcome to Reconnect My Podcast. You're on the air. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, sir. How are you? Doing great, doing great, doing great, doing great. Um, yeah, I, oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. I, I was going to tell you, number one, I appreciate you. And I apologize. Look here. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing this show. I'm doing this show uh, uh-huh. on my phone. I left I left my mic uh, base. I left it at church. <laughs> okay. But it sounds uh-huh. pretty good, though. It, it sounds pretty good. I, I can't really tell. You know, it sound, actually sounds pretty clear. You know, I'm I'm learning and I'm, I'm you know, trying to get where you are uh, with the uh, sound and the video and stuff. So this, this actually sounds pretty good with the phone. <laughs> okay, 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 so, good, 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 good. So, uh, so I appreciate it, but I, I wanted to open up the line in case you want to uh, share something you're welcome to at this time. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I, I want to apologize because I was out in the yard and I came in. I, I just tuned in, but... Um, you know, if the rest of the show was like the last 10 minutes, it was an awesome show, uh, because, um, letting the Holy Spirit lead and guide you in all things is the best thing to do, but especially, especially, um, uh, like you always teach and, uh, other ministers that, that we have at our church and our pastor and Sunday school teacher, you know, we got to try the spirit by the spirit, so, you get that Holy Spirit down inside of you, and that's the way you're going to be able to discern who the right person is for you um, in your life. And so um, I caught, I that's you know pretty much all I caught, but that was a that was a mouthful. <laughs> we definitely need to, um, young ladies, young men, 
um, those who, um, you know, I, I found my wife at, uh, uh, I guess I was probably about 45, 46. Um, and, uh, you know, even there's older people out there like myself that, you know, searching for love. And um, uh, with that said, we still need to use the same principles um, that you're explaining to, you know, I always hear you say young man, young lady, but, you know, hey, I know you and I, we're not over the hill. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit more over than you, but uh, <laughs> but uh, um, definitely uh, what you spoke about um, in the last few minutes, uh, letting the Holy Spirit lead and guide you in your relationships and all things, uh, I mean, you can't get any better than that, brother. All right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I definitely appreciate you, and you know, um, I, I can say I can say this with confidence. Um, you have a great, great, great uh, young lady. Um, she's not only a relative of mine, but she's been my coworker. She's been my friend, and matter of fact, mm-hmm. she's the reason why I'm working in Dallas County right now uh, because oh, of her. Wow. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she uh, she gave me she gave me actually gave me two applications. And the first one, the, the first one, uh, I turned it in. I didn't hear anything, and so she gave me another one, like a couple months later. And I had the application, I had the application in my car for over a year and a half, somewhere about a oh, year wow. and a half. Because I was like, man, oh, well, man, I'm, I'm, I'm doubting Thomas, <laughs> doubting June, whatever you want to call, it, you know. And and I and I was um. You know, she told me go get, just go ahead, just go ahead. And so, you know what? I, I may, I may next week, I may next week unless, unless God says something different. Um, well, I just say one day soon, I'll, I'll give that testimony because um, mm-hmm. um, I really feel that that's something that um, people need to know, even in their situation, they can use those same principles. But I said I didn't say this. She's um. She's a great, great young lady, and also her mom, my aunt. I have, right, oh my right, God, right. I love dearly. Um, I and this is even concerning uh, Mother's Day. Um, right. I learned about prayer. You know, being able to be able to pray uh, from Sister Logan. You know, right, I, right. I, I used to love hearing her pray out loud. That, that's oh, one yeah. thing. I'm a vocal person, but praying out loud. Um, as a kid growing mm-hmm. up, you know, being able to see that and hear it, you know, and we're not just talking right, about right. Right. Not prayer. We're talking about prayer with results. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I know. And so, um, you know, I learned that from our elect lady, from our spiritual mother. And so, mm-hmm. you know, her being your uh, mother, not outlaw, but mother-in-law, mom, yeah. you know, mom, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, it's, it's a jewel. And, and you know, um, it, oh, yeah. it let us know, it let us know how important even our mm-hmm. decision, our decision making, you know, that we have. So yeah. I thank God, I right, thank God. Right. You know, for you being in the family and, you know, just even just what you – and I, I have to say this, even the level of respect and love that you even give my cousin, I appreciate that, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, you know, no so, problem, brother. So I, I, I thank you, thank God for you, and and yeah. look forward, especially even on uh, Father's Day, which is uh, – Oh, yeah. <sighs> June, June <laughs> 
We got to share Father's Day on Juneteenth. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but yeah. we, we appreciate it, and I, I thank God for you. Yeah, everything you said is reciprocated. Um, you know, uh, your testimony is part of my testimony in that sense um, where um, I gained a whole new family, a loving family uh, on top of that. So I thank God for y'all as well. Uh, it's been a joy, and it's going to continue to be a joy. Um, you know, I love what we have going on at church and just our life, you know. I just love the brotherhood and, you know, sharing and loving that we do. And so, man, uh, like I say, man, I just appreciate you and just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. To be continued. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Have a good night. All right. Yeah. So, with that being said, you know, I hope and pray that um, you as a mother understands it's more to you than what you see in the mirror. Is more to you, you know. You have, you have so much. You have so much stock in you. You have so much value in you. And a lot of times, some young ladies just look at their value based on how they've been treated. No, 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 look, no. You got the wrong quote. <laughs> you got the wrong quote. You got somebody that's. It could be physically or spiritually blind to all your assets, all of your value. Mm-mm. No, it's more to you than what you see. And so allow God to be able to show you the value of who you are and how you are. You know, um, and, and I, I just pray that God help you to really understand so that way you won't succumb to the foolishness and the wiles of the devil. No, you're valuable. You're valuable. So allow God to show you how valuable you are. And I salute the mothers. I, You know, there are some that I, I, I look at and I'm like, wow, I've learned from so many mothers. You know, um, those that sit down and talk, you know, um, I don't want to start naming naming names because I end up forgetting. It's it's a few of them on top of my head. You know, um, I, I I miss I really 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 miss uh, some of them that uh, are no longer physically here. Um, oh my gosh, you know I I, I need to call some too. Um, I, I my goodness, <laughs> is all I can say is. Um, Mothers need to know their power, their authority. You know, you can calm a beast. You can soothe the heart of an aching man. You can really minister just with your listening ears, but your prayerful heart. I'm not talking about what I'm guessing about. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I've seen. And so with that being said, as we get ready to pray, we want to pray and ask God for those who may be grieving right now. There may be, there may be a void that only God can feel because they no longer have their mom. You know, there's so many, it's so many like I said, in the past year, it's so many of my friends, my classmates, 
had to bear their mom. And so my heart goes out for them, and, and, and especially, especially, there was a lot of my classmates from David W. Carter High School. There's a lot of my classmates who have lost their mom. You know, my heart goes out for you. You know, uh, I'm praying for I, I love each and every one of y'all. And also even um, special shout-out over there in Houston to uh, Terrence Weasel Smith. You know, I'm praying for you. You know, your mom, great Jewel, she will be on the air. <laughs> you know, she will be watching. And so she may not be physically watching us, her legacy, still here of everything that she taught you. So I want to encourage you, my brother. I want to encourage you, man, that this is the time for you to lean on Jesus. This is the time for you to be able to really just cry out to him and just tell him how you feel. Don't you know God want to know how you feel? He knows how we feel, but he wants you to tell him. God wants us to be able to communicate with him. And so I tell people, even in, when you now in the family of grievers, and this is a family that we did not choose, but sometimes situations of life draft us into the family of grievers. But no matter how you got into the family, you are a family that now you're not alone. Of course, you have Jesus, but also you have us. And so to those who may be watching and listening, we're here for each other. You know, don't ever feel that you have to suffer with this by yourself. Even if you need somebody just to hold the phone while you cry or just for you to have somebody on the other end, and we'll bark, whatever it takes, we're here with you and for you. Not just saying that we love you, but we want to show you that we love you, and we are here for you. Not just during that time of Mother's Day, not just during the time of Father's Day, but any day. We can lean on Jesus, and God has dispatched people here on earth for us to communicate with for us to love them, for us to help one another. You know, am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Remember, iron sharpens iron. We're here for each other, to upgird each other, to pray for one another, to intercede for each other. We're here for each other. So as we get ready to pray, we're going to focus on Jesus, and we're going to hold up each and every person who may be too weak, too vulnerable to even verbalize how they feel. Dear Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God, on this special day, God. We want to celebrate and commemorate the mothers right now, God. We want to dedicate this day for to you, God. Thank you, God, for mothers, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for helping us, God, to have a, a place called Earth, that we've been birthed through you, through mothers, to be here. So, God, we thank you right now, God. We ask God to help them right now, God, even in their worrying hours, even when they're sleepless nights, God, even when they have things on their mind, on their hearts, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you help them, God, that you comfort them right now, God, that you ease their pain right now, God. God, we're even speaking right now, God, there are some mothers, God, who may be having their children's 
locked up right now, God. They may be absent from their children, regardless if it's through jail or even through schooling, God. Even uh, uh, children who may live out of the state, out of the city, out of the country, God. God, we speak, God, that you comfort the mothers, God, that you encourage the mothers right now. In the name of Jesus, God, those mothers, God, who are uh, uh, missing their children, God, they have uh, 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 lost children, God. We speak, God, that you comfort them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, there are those, God, who are uh, mothers who have uh, even given their lives to be able to provide for their children, God. We speak, God, that you meet their needs right now, God, and help them to understand, God, that they're not forgotten. You have not forgotten about them right now, God. There are those who may have felt like that you have abandoned them, God, but help them to understand that you're still right there. You have not forgotten about their promises and the promises that you have given them. So, God, we ask God to help them to rest and Rest in you right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind everything the devil stand for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we even speaking right now, God, those who are grieving right now, God. God, those who are, are grieving, God, those who may have uh, given up, given their children up for adoption, God. We speak, God, that you comfort them, God. Even those who may have um, had abortions, God. We ask God to help them, God, to ask for forgiveness and God help them to forgive themselves right now, God. God, we even speak it right now, God. Those who may feel like, you know, uh, um, uh, they may have given up on love, God, help them right now, God, to understand, God, that still there's love that exists. True love still exists. Shivery is not dead and is not on life support. So, God, we ask for to help them to keep their eyes on you and to trust in you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we even speak it right now, God. There are those mothers, God, who may have given birth or may have had children because of some type of abduction or some type of uh, rape or abuse right now, God. So, God, help them to understand, God, that it was not their fault, God. Help them to understand, God, that that's not their identity, God. Help them to understand that that's not their worth right now, God. So, God, even... Even that wicked thing that may have transpired, God, God, help them, God, to understand that they're still valuable in your eyesight and help them, God, to even not even blame themselves, God. Even there may be children, God, who may have been manipulated, God, who may have been out there in the streets, God, even uh, even participating in sex trafficking, God. God, we're speaking right now, God, that you help them right now, God, that you minister to them, God, that you rehabilitate them, God, give them their identity, give them their real identity, God, and help them, God, to seek uh, their their seek your identity and their identity in you right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. Thank you, Lord, for the testimony. Thank you, Lord, for the healing, God. Thank you, Lord, for having our best interest at heart right now, God. And help us as men, God, to repent, to apologize, God, to the mothers that we may have abandoned them and their children, even uh, uh if we have mistreated any females in our life, God, help them, help us, God, to repent to you and apologize to them right now in the name of Jesus. And uh, help us, God, to make it right right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We're even speaking, God, for healing right now, God. Healing, God. Healing and soothing every pain that the devil or even others have tried to do right now. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory and honor and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one who tuned in. Um, if you want to 
catch up with me, you can catch me on Facebook. I'm Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P-S and Paul, R-A, T as and Tom, E-R. You see my daily devotion, also my videos. Also, for uh, if you want to get on my website, you can get on my website at brotherprater.com. Brotherprater.com. You can see my daily devotions, my videos, and my personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my website. Excuse me, on my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to God of Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform uh, men that needs and their responsibility toward their children, their uh, towards women, their children, also their children's mother, regardless if they're with them or not. Also, it talks with the women to help them to be able to know the responsibilities of a man and also help them to choose, um, number one, choose better, but also even choose the quality of a potential future husband and or present or future children. Also, my next book, uh, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, um, The Love Beyond Life, and this is a dedication to my sister, Sheila Prater, who was um, tragically killed through domestic violence. Um, you know, even with that, you know, um, got got a chance to uh, go to a grave site. You know, always do that on Mother on Mother's Day. But um, just just know that um, you know, I thank thank God for y'all mothers. You know, and I want to thank each and every one who tuned in, and I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for your love and support, and I hope and pray that y'all had a successful successful uh, Mother's Day. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. God bless you. Thank you.